Um, so you know the way every week I always um do a topic, and then when it comes to the next ep- the next week or the next episode, you always think, oh, I should have added that in. As well, so I just thought of two more programs that are easy we watches, both half hours, and the. The first one is Two Doors Down, like it's a Scottish sitcom that's on BBC. It's really, really funny if anyone wants to give it a go. Um, there's like six or seven seasons. Really, really funny. And then, of course, Mrs. Brown's Boys. Just love it. Special place in my heart. I know loads of people say it's shit, but for me, I actually, I mm. love it. Um, What about you guys? Is there anything that Ian's can think of that Ian's can add to TV programs? Well, I wrote that last week, so I really suggested one. Oh, did I can't remember? Did anyone suggest A Touch of Cloth? No, what's that? It's a very obscure show that is making fun of, you know, A Touch of Frost, I think it's called, like the detective oh. drama. Yeah. And it's just like a detective, and the whole show was just him making puns, like, repeatedly. <laughs> and it's so funny. I don't even know where to watch it anymore. It was about four or five years ago I watched it. But it's, to this day, one of the funniest things I've ever watched. Like, the word cloth is made into a pun at least once every three or four sentences. <sighs> and it's just so well written. I think there's like one or two seasons, if I remember right, but it's so good. Oh, is that a cloth? Or a... a touch of cloth. Oh, a touch of cloth. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, what it's yeah. called. You can watch it on Now TV. There are can three you? seasons. There we I'm go. I'm going to go back into it then. Yeah. Well, there we go, everybody. That's another few shows for you to watch. I will check out that. Um... A touch cloth. That's a funny name in its own. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Gin and Barrett and the podcast. I am Kevin O'Connor-Jillinger, double barrel bitch. I actually haven't said that since we've come back, so I'm remembering to say it today. And joining me this week are Sinead and Tiernan. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Um, how have you both been? Okay. The usual tired. <laughs> Like Oakmore Friday. <laughs> yeah, very similar. It's been been okay week, kinda of tired, but other than that, it's been it's been quite quick at least. Happy as Friday. Good. You know, only a few days left in January. Yeah, that's true. Next crazy. Wednesday's the last day in January. Crazy to believe. Crazy to believe. Um well I'm okay as well, thanks for asking. Well I'm actually not okay, but I will save that for ragging my shit as I'm sure um a lot of us can attest to uh this winter season. Um right, we'll just go straight into it because um I wanna try and make this their one of our quickest episodes ever. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. Um right the first story I wanna discuss is um all the st- fucking storms we've been having lately. There's an I can't believe like last night there was one or was the night before it was Storm Jocelyn Jocelyn, how are we already on Jay? But some days was called Storm Isha or Aisha, and that caused quite a lot of fucking drama in the UK and travel disruption and everything. Um, so I had, and if you're a big fan of Flight Radar, that app, people were having field days with tracking like um that day or that night. Shall I say? Uh, I just have a few examples of flights so there was a manchester to dublin flight um that was diverted to paris so a little half hour journey across the irish um but they can't land in dublin you have to be diverted to paris um which is crazy um now these flights were in the air fryers i don't know how long these flights were in the air but they were i've, I've heard of flights you know, that would have been an hour flight taking nine hours, crazy. We had another flight from Shannon in Ireland to Edinburgh, but that was diver- diverted to Cologne in Germany. Jesus Christ, like, it's not yeah. even close. I don't know, it's like fucking ages away. <laughs> we had an Edinburgh to Bristol flight that was also diverted to Paris. Um, we had a Lanzarote to Dublin flight that was diverted to Bordeaux. Um, 
But the funny thing is, they actually went from Lanzarote to Dublin, but then they went back on themselves to go back to Bordeaux, in a way. When they could have just went to Bordeaux in the first place, but whatever. Um, London to Edinburgh was diverted to Shannon. Um, Grand Canaria to Belfast diverted to Paris. Uh, and this one is the one I've seen that took nine hours. And I, if I would have been on this flight, I would have just like opened the door and let me out. Um, Copenhagen to Dublin, that was diverted <laughs> to Manchester and Liverpool. And the backstory of this flight all over Twitter was the flight took off at 5.30 p.m. I'm no, sorry, I'm saying it wrong. So the full journey of the flight is... Um, it was diverted to Manchester, first of all. It was four hours on the ground in Manchester. Then it departed for Dublin. Then it was three hours in the air, and then it was diverted to Liverpool. Where was it supposed to go? To Dublin. So Copenhagen to Dublin was the original flight path. Right, okay, so what um, Sorry? What way did they go? So Copenhagen to where? to Dublin with the original flight. I know, I heard but, that, but I'm saying, where did they end up going? They got diverted to Manchester, so they landed in Manchester, hmm. but they were four hours on the ground in Manchester. So then they took off for Dublin, um, but they were three hours in the air because they couldn't land in Dublin. So then they got diverted to Liverpool. So, like, they could have just let the, the plane stay in Manchester. Because yeah. yeah, Esther's down the road from Liverpool. Um, but what I would love to know is like what happened to all these people? Like who ended up in Paris and Cologne and Bordeaux? Like did they get their flights rescheduled? Did the like airlines pop them up in hotels? But see, this is what I'm wondering. So, say you were flying domestically, and your um, flight then was rerouted, say to Paris. So uh, like, I wouldn't have my passport with me. I would have had my driving license with me. So do they let you off the plane? Do you have to sit on the plane until they have an available slot that you know that you can fly out until and wherever you're supposed to go? Do they put you not... in a hotel? But I'm like, how would you get back into the airport and through security and without a passport? That's true. Actually, maybe they just leave you on the plane until you can take off. Go. Yeah, because if it's t- if it's a certain the time is like a rescheduled flight isn't going to be for your next day or something, they ho- the airline will usually put you up in a hotel or like they'll say go back to hotel. We'll re- we'll reimburse you for it. Mm. But if you don't have a passport, yeah. I don't know how they would figure that out then. That's if it's a domestic flight, like oh my god. Did they just leave yeah, they you in, you... like a terminal or something? And then but then I'm like I still don't have a passport to fly. They could yeah. give you like a temporary like access thing, like a like a temporary visa that would be able to let you through in and out. For like a length of period, say it's like for one day, so you can get in and out again. Mm. They might do something like that. Yeah, like for example, the Edinburgh to Bristol, most of them actually were like, you know, Lanzarote to Dublin, Copenhagen to Dublin, so you, Grand Canaria to Belfast, so you wouldn't need a passport anyway. But like the one where it's at Edinburgh to Bristol, but then it was diverted to Paris. Yeah. You would need a passport, like. Oh, who bloody knows? Or Manchester to Dublin, or I suppose you would need a passport for that. Or it's a common area, I don't even know. But yeah, um, Sinead, you have your own story about Sunday, but do you want to save that for um, ragging your shit? Um, literally no difference. Um, so, yeah, uh, myself, my aunt and my two cousins visited Kevin and Nick over the weekend. So like when we were leaving... Our homes and didn't give on. There was loads of snow, so I was like, "Sweet Jesus!" There's like, you know, we're probably gonna be delayed, but no, there was no snow at the airport, so that was great. And then coming home on Sunday, there was obviously the storm, so we our flight was delayed, but it was only about an hour, so that wasn't too bad. And then when we we landed in Belfast, and it like it was fine. Don't get me wrong, it was bumpy, but it was fine. Um, and then when they went to let us off, the off uh-huh. the airplane they said oh no it's too windy we're not allowed to use the steps so you have to sit on the plane until the wind dies down and I was like but there's like a red weather warning <laughs> like, in place like what if this doesn't die down <laughs> like, <laughs> just going to sit on the plane um, and they were just like yeah <laughs> like, so apparently the wind was at like 52 knots and 
if it's above 45, they're not allowed to bring out the airplane steps. So you just have to sit on the plane. But then I'm like, how was it not windy enough that, like, like how it could be land, you know, if it was too windy? But yeah, we're not allowed to go down some steps. Like, fair enough, they're maybe like, oh, they might tip or something. But I mean, can you not, like, fasten them down? I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, we sat for about two, two and a half hours, and then they must have thought, okay, we'll take our chances now and let us off. So, I mean, at the time, it was very infuriating because um, then we stalled the drive home, etc. Um, when we should have been home earlier but um, at least I didn't get diverted to another country because if I had of you could have spoke to me for the entire week so <laughs> <laughs> that is so true you were lucky in that like respect you, you know when you when you hear of other flights that couldn't land some places yeah. um, but at the yeah, time so... it was very irritating because there was like three other planes that landed before us so I don't know how long they had been sitting but they weren't allowed to disembark either but when you did get off after the two and a half hours, had the wind went below the 45 knots? I don't know, they didn't say it. Must have, but I mean, it was pretty windy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, at least that's over with. <laughs> yes, thank God. And we're all safe in Wales, that's the main thing. 100%. Um, right, the next quick little story I have is, have you heard Jimmy Dorn was rushed to the hospital this week? Nope. Um, so he collapsed after a suspected heart attack. Um, but I think it was just the symptoms of a heart attack. He actually um came into contact with some toxic caterpillars uh, at a golf resort in Portugal. <laughs> like imagine dying and then finding out that's why the person died. Oh, you'd be so embarrassed. And it would, it'd be, it'd be tripping on your own saliva, like you know. <laughs> I didn't know caterpillars could be toxic. Oh yeah, you get properly poisonous ones in like the jungles and stuff. Not really quite bad I know that but I don't think we got them in just like Portugal and a golf course <laughs> yeah um but yeah apparently he's okay but the doctor said they, they were quick acting and because Jamie's one of his parents um is a GP he kind of noticed the symptoms earlier I think than a normal person would have apparently yeah. um so the doctors are saying he was very extremely lucky not to be like left paralyzed or worse dead. To be honest, I know they mean like the doctor noticed the symptoms being like they look like a heart attack. But in my head, this GP is just like, mm, that looks like caterpillar poisoning. Better get him to the hospital. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you know, we wish Jamie all the best and and make a full recovery because you're one of the few Irish actors that we have. <laughs> and that's why you want them to make a republic exactly um, okay the next story that I have is uh, the Oscar nominations came out um, I don't really follow the Oscars I personally don't care but uh, Saltburn was completely snubbed Oop. not one Oscar nomination for Saltburn can't believe that um, however Barbie there's a whole lot of scandal over the Oscar nominations for Barbie so um Ryan Gosling received an Oscar nom for Best Actor for Barbie. Um, I'm going to butcher this name. America Ferreira. Yeah. Um, who, uh, you best know her for Oakley Betty. Um, if you don't understand my pronunciation of her name. She received an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress for Barbie. Um, however, and Barbie itself got a nomination for Best Picture. However... Uh, Margot Robbie didn't receive a Oscar nomination for Best Actress and the Barbie or director Greta Gerwig didn't receive uh, a nomination for Best Director. So like, my question is how the hell can you nominate the film for Best Picture but you can't nominate the director for Best Director? Like That just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, also the plot of Barbie... <laughs> is all about patriarchy and things like that and in my opinion i don't think barbie was a good enough film for any oscar nominations in my personal opinion but i think it's a bit of a slap in the face for someone who plays a ken character to get a nomination because i don't think that was an oscar worthy performance i think i i thought margo to be honest was like the perfect barbie I mean, like, when they said that that's who was playing Barbie, I probably couldn't think of anyone else that would play the role better. Yeah. To be honest. But then that doesn't mean that you should get an Oscar for that, though. 
I know, but I, I think I do rate her as an actress. I think she's a very good actress, so I would have thought she would have deserved a nomination over Ryan, to be honest. The play. Oh, no, I agree with that. I agree with and that. Like, it's all like, and I am. See, I don't know. I think I'm purely acting in the film. I think he didn't, he, his acting was better in the film than hers was. No. But then I don't really rate her as an actress. I think she just sort of gets by quite a lot in her good looks that people overlook. The actual quality of her she acting. Play that about him as well. That's true. Man, what was wrong um, here? I mean, I personally don't think either of them should have been nominated because I, I don't think Barbie was an Oscar-worthy film. Mm. I like the message of the film, but I don't think it. You know, like if you think about, well, to be honest, like lots of films that went Best Picture at the Oscars are all shiny, but okay. I don't. I don't know. I think I, I do feel like Greta was snubbed quite a bit, to be honest, because yeah, well, you know, like Barbie Land, like that was pretty cool, like the way she created it, like that was uh-huh. pretty cool, and she's kind of like fair enough, best picture, but I mean, sort of like her vision. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, how how can you nominate something for a best picture but not best director? Mm, I, I just thought it's done that. Um, but I, you know, like I, one of the Oscar nominations, you know, America. Um, I can see why she got Best Supporting Actress for that speech she made in the yeah. film. Hi. Um, so I can see why she was nominated. Um, but yeah, I just don't understand. But loads of actors, including Ryan, have come out and said, like, you can't believe that Margot and Greta were snubbed. Um, so it's nice to see him getting support. Well, like, it'd be kind of expected if I'm like, give support <laughs> anyway, regardless. But I did see, um, what do you call him, his wife, Eva? Put a very su- nice supportive message for him. So she did. <laughs> well, they are married. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he married to? Eva Mendes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. They were married. Um, or like years. I don't really follow him or her, to be honest. I think I tried it out watching one of the Fast and Furious films, I think, like years oh, ago. God. No wonder I don't watch them. Oh, my yeah. God. Are they on number 10 now or something? <laughs> yeah. I um, Fast X or like some stupid. It was. It was Fast X or some was the latest one. And I was just like, really? Like, just let it end. Just let it die, please. Mm-hmm. Like, those films aren't going to, to end up dead until The Rock or what's the other one? Vin Diesel die. Yeah. Like, Paul Walker passed away and I thought, well, that's the end of the film. They should have left at the five because they'd done like a very nice partying thing. Uh, so maybe they should have left it there. But anyway, we like so, I do love The Rock though, so. Mm. Uh, anyway, it's no fun from films. But there was a film that got lots of nominations and I've never even fucking heard of it. Um, It was like Hollow or Follow or. I don't even know the name of it. I could be absolutely making that up. But it was a film that I think she was the only woman director who got nominated for it. Do you know? Go on from Google that. Because it was a it was a Native American woman or something got a nomination. And that was a really big deal, I think. Was she director or act? No, that was, was that not that film with Leonardo DiCaprio? Killers of the she got nominated. I don't remember, to be honest, I didn't pay enough attention to them. Um, no. Anyway, shall we move um, on? I will move on because I'm, I'm not actually that invested, to be honest, in Oscar nominations. Um, right, and the last news story that I have is, have you heard that the UK uh, might have to introduce compulsory army service in the future? I haven't actually heard this. Um, so it came out in the last few days or yesterday even um, and it's a warning from the head of the British Army that the UK would not be prepared in the event of a war um, so the defence oh, this, this is really badly written on Instagram uh, prepared in the event of a war um, there is a 1939 feel to the world and Britain's not equipped to deal with what is coming over the horizon. Um, General Sir Patrick Sanders, which is some big army fella, um, <laughs> some big army fella, which they don't even have a clue who he is. I hope um, he's the smallest man ever. <laughs> he goes, the military is too small. Um, he said he wouldn't support conscription, but he wants the government to mobilize the nation in the event of war with Russia. So conscription is like basically 
force the need to go to the army. Um, false. Well, I would say we're basically at war with Ashidai. I know we're in sort of pretending we're not. Like, the world is teetering on the brink of an actual peer-on-peer conflict. Uh-huh. The idea that conscription would have to come in would sort of be there because, well, the army can't recruit. Like, it's the, the, the number of army people they want that hasn't been met in about 10 years because uh-huh. no one wants to join the military. Uh, no one is really particularly patriotic anymore. So can you imagine conscripting people these days? Yeah. You'd be laughing at the room. They'd be like, well, uh-huh. we're all too woke and liberal and obsessed with our phones. They don't, they're not going to go fight anyone. Uh-huh. You probably wouldn't want them to either. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I read loads of comments on that um, post and people are like, I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> fight for this country and i i agree but it's like one of those things that like they come to your door and they're like right well you're coming well so you just be like no i see the thing is they don't even come to your door they just be like you have to come here or we'll put you in jail like fuck's sake <laughs> well fine come here or we'll just shoot you in the spawn and it's like well I'm like, I'll probably get shot during the war anyway, so just... Uh, yeah. see, I, I'm all for it. I think they should have kept national service going for everyone over the age of 18 to 21. should have had to do at least 16 months military service <laughs> or some sort of service. But during the army, it's the only job I've ever actually won that. I don't love to be in the army. It's one of my regrets is not doing it. You can it. still go on ahead, you know? I thought... Effort no. oh, So you the don't want to bad. do it unless you're forced into it. <laughs> but it's just one hour to pay so bad. Why would I quit my relatively well-paying job for a crappy job? Uh... But if you, you want, pay me the like, same amount, the army reserves, you know. I have considered that, yeah. But the pay won't get any better if they're forcing us all to go. Well, yeah, no. If you're conscripted, it's basically potentially it's unpaid, like necessarily. It's they'll pay you something, probably at the end of it, but not really. Uh, if you survive, well, <laughs> well, no. If you don't survive, there'll be a pension, I imagine, for your family or something. I bet, like, now that in today's world, it's more. I know we're not fully equal, but it's more equal rights surely women would be expected to go as well wouldn't they yeah like the current law of conscription does say that women can't be conscripted but whether or not they would pass the, the basic training elements to get through to frontline service is another question no, i wouldn't even some of them that. would but oh no i'm a weak little woman no well yeah that, that's shanae's <laughs> <laughs> got more oh, they just have you do something else <laughs> yeah, I'll stay Shinji here. You could be a nurse. Uh, who the fuck would want me as a nurse? Like, let's be realistic. I'm like, stop oh, crying. You let it off the finger. Like, stop crying. <laughs> um. So apparently, um, some Swedish leader, or he's a Swedish person, but he's like a leader of NATO. He came out um, last week, I think it was, and said, like, we need to be ready. Um, You need to get, like, batteries and water, and you need to start bulk buying this stuff in your house because something is coming. Why Why would they uh, say that? Do they want, like, a whole fiasco again where you can't get toilet roll, you can't get pasta? No, I know. Well, I'm just going to say, I already am, you know, stocking up in supplies for things, so if no one else is... Oh, but you don't really drink you. tap water, so you have loads of bottled water anyway. <laughs> I but also have like water purification tablets, stuff like that, like solar part things, you know, just in case. Oh, God. But as you said, Tainan, like back in the Second World War, First World War times, a lot of people were a lot more patriotic of this country yeah. and loved this country and would have done anything for the country. Today's generation hates the government and hates this country. So it's it's not gonna be realistic. Like, they've done surveys, like, pretty much every country around the world about, like, would you fight for your country if war started? And it's very rare, like, especially in Western countries, to get over 40% people would say, yes, I would fight for my country if war started. And I think when it comes down to it, with the propaganda machine and the news and stuff, I think they could convince a lot more of us that it's our patriotic duty. You have to protect your wife, your children. If you don't do this, the big bad, you know, Russians going to come and, you know, steal your house and take your woman, so you have to fight for it. If you're always not a man... So I think they would get a fair few people, but I also think we're quite pacifist in general now these days. It just, war doesn't make sense. It does for profiteering, but not for like the average person. Like we, we, we would gain nothing from it. Like peace is what gives us our money, our jobs, our livelihoods. Losing that across most of the world, like war doesn't really fix anything for 
the majority of people, like the ordinary Russian doesn't want to go with the ordinary like Ukrainian. The ordinary Russian doesn't want to fight the, the UK or the US. Like no one, like that's not what they want to do. It's just they're kind of made to do it. Like, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, okay, mean, you need to think about that. Like if you don't fight for your country, big bad Russian, yeah. like, we'll take Nick. Just to finish on the story, so an example of uh, a country who do do conscription is Finland. So um, they're NATO's newest member and they have an 800 mile border with Russia. So I think they're really concerned and this is why they do conscription. Um, so around 80% of the male population completes some form of military service. Refusal can mean a jail sentence. Um, so yeah, but overall, this means Finland can muster one of Europe's largest armies. Um, its active armed forces is 19,000, but it can call on another 240,000 reserves. It's quite big. Um, but then if Finland go to war and they all get killed, then Finland's not going to have much of a population either. Um, do you know? Well, actually, that's no, because there's millions on top and shit, but whatever. Um, yeah. So fabulous. I'm not going to go for no army. I'd rather break my leg or something on purpose. But there we go. Uh, right. We'll move on to our. We'll move on to our next. Where is my mouse? We'll move on to our next topic. Okay, every week we do what's bragging the absolute shit out of us this week. Sinead, would you like to start? Yeah, well, I already mentioned my flight to debacle, but um, something else, and this is probably something that happened quite a bit last year as well, but it's just, you know, like, not necessarily pointless meetings, but in work oh when people start to digress and talk about something that has absolutely nothing to do with why we gather together, you know, and they start veering off and then somebody brings them back and they start to veer off again and then they're just going around your own circles and then if it's say a meeting of three people it's me and two other people and then you find out the two people are the same and they both digress and then they start just like nearly pumping each other up and then um, the meeting goes on for so much longer like to the point that I just lied and said I had to go and I didn't yeah, yeah. I, I just lied I'm just like why like you clearly don't have enough to be at no, that you're no. happy to waste your time. I was like, because that, that conversation is like irrelevant to the three of us on this call. It's not us makes those decisions, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh-huh. that was a massive annoyance. And then again, the traffic's just mental again now. Oh, absolutely mental. I'm like, for like the first 10 minutes of my journey, like coming home, I'm like, if I get into first gear, like that's as far as I'm getting, because you're stopping, oh, you're going even in first gear. You're stopping. You're going to like it's just unbelievable congestion. I always say like, and Nick always laughs at me because like, I you have you ever seen the film? Oh, what's the film with Jim Carrey? And he's like he lives in a simulation. What's that film called? Anyways, you'll uh, you'll know what if you've seen the film. Um, and his whole life is a lie. He's like living in a simulation. So when he live leaves the house, traffic comes on the road. And I always say to Nick, that's there's no traffic on the road until we come out do you know what I mean yeah. um, so I agree with that and I've just noticed general traffic unless my mind's been tricked for me I don't think there was as much traffic on the road pre-COVID as there is post-COVID it's like because people don't want to get the bus anymore people won't get the bus anymore so people who can afford it will not get the bus because they're going to work get COVID that's very true but then it's also like, I also think people don't like to sit in the house anymore. It's like, because they've done it for so long, they're like, fuck this. So every opportunity they get to go out, I'm just like, calm down, babes. At least stay in the house sometime. You don't have to leave the house. After. Like, we were out for dinner. And I was like, on a Wednesday. This is too busy. And I was like, we're going into town at like half seven. And it's like, why are people going into town at half seven? And it doesn't make any sense to me. Fair enough coming out of town, but going in, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, see, I'm right. having the opposite problem. Every time I go into town these days, everywhere's shut. <laughs> it's like, why are all these bars shut? It's like a Thursday night at like 11 o'clock. Why are you not open? But people don't want drinks at this time of day. Like, it's the opposite problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, anything else, Shane? No, that was now. It's mostly me. I, I, 
try I tried to be more positive, you know, and not hold on to the little <laughs> things, but those few things really did piss me off. Yeah, well, sometimes that don't work. <laughs> no, you, you should eat. Be positive. No, no, I'm sure you watched here. Like, I was maybe only complaining about one thing per episode, you know, so I'm going to try and keep it to a minimum. Positive only. I'll try to do that as well. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Tiernan, anything right on the shadow of you this week? Uh, just this stupid cough we've got. <laughs> like, I think the mess of the world has. Uh, it's just like a mild inconvenience every so often, just having to cough. It's not particularly bad, it's just annoying. And it's I think worse. it's impacting my sleep, so I'm not getting yeah. sleep. It's yeah. always worse at night when you try to lie down. Yeah. So it is. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, anything else, Tiernan? Not really, actually. Um, like, I'm not really picked up on anything that's particularly been annoying me. Um, yeah, no. Not as really much has been happening, I guess. Well, <laughs> a cold and a cough is enough to deal with, believe you me. Um, it's a general dragon, you. Thanks. Um, let me just lubricate. <laughs> like, what, why you use that word? <laughs> Yeah, she's just moist. Well, I don't want to say moist in my throat, like, because she'll tell me all the things in that word. Just somehow you managed to say it anyway. You said it twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, first one is, I'm going to agree with Tiernan. Uh, colds and flus, winter ailments, ragging me shit. Um, Nick came home on Friday from work with a kind of cold flu. Um, <laughs> and obviously then he has passed this on to me on Monday. I started to get the symptoms and on Tuesday I was just like death aches and pains so warm last night a cough started to develop and I'm coughing every now and then but it's worse at night again when you try to lie down like last night I hardly got any sleep because when I lay down it wasn't I was just coughing constantly sorry um so I kind of had to prop the pillows up and kind of half sleep sitting up to try and fall asleep so for a disaster um, I will say though that a life hack Vicks if you rub that on the soles of your feet and put socks on that usually does help towards coughing um, it's the longest thing to sleep in the sofa <laughs> just sit upright <laughs> yeah that's a good idea actually <laughs> pardon me um, so yeah and it's just irritating and then like I'm constantly sweating I can't cool down uh, yeah, um, and like any simple task now is taking up all my energy and like I usually do at least 15,000 steps a day and we are now on Thursday towards the end of Thursday and I am only on 19,000 steps for this entire week so far because oh. I am just sitting down and resting and I don't want to overexert myself because I've got plans this weekend and I, I don't want to be sick for it so fucking ridiculous. Uh, my next one is I went for an eye test on Friday. And this uh, this actually could be why I'm sick as well, to be honest. I went for an eye test on Friday and I was trying on like frames. And I've never noticed this before. But all the frames were greasy as fuck. Like smudge marks all over the lenses, like the actual frames, you could feel the grease on them. I'm like Right, there's six staff in there. You're all scanned and doing that. Can someone just not wipe all the friends? That's because I did. They don't do that. Like when I go, like, they take them. Oh, you don't put them back. They take them off you. They set them aside, and then you can see someone wiping down before you put them back up. And this doesn't happen. This particular spec saver is not. So yeah, that's probably also why I'm sick. But I went instantly to the car and used hand sanitizer. But also because I tried them on my face, I'm like, oh, I have to wash my face again. <laughs> horrible um okay this one uh stupid little one you know when you're listening to podcast or music and someone tries to speak to you so you, you pause it yeah. and then when you say walk they're like oh it doesn't matter i'm like i just pause my music or podcast for you so tell me what you said and then you go to press play again and they start speaking again and it's like what it's like really irritating um and my last one then is as you know from previous listening um me and nick are going out every wednesday in january um for a meal 50 percent off uh last week's meal was fucking atrocious and 
last night's meal was fucking atrocious. <laughs> the starters were lovely. The mains were shit. I was coughing that much last night that I actually brought up my main course. Oh, um, sure. It wasn't even fucking worth the money. Um, got in. <laughs> it, so we had the reservation from seven. So we got in around ten to seven actually early. Um, sat us down took them 20 minutes to come back to even take a drink order and we just ordered everything in one go food and everything at that point the starters came out quite quick to be fair but then it took half an hour for them to collect our starter plates after we had finished eating them and mm. then from when they collected the starter plates to bring our mains it was a further 45 minute wait it was just like so we were in we were in the restaurant and had a drink and a starter and we were there for an hour and 40 minutes it was ridiculous um and we didn't leave the restaurant till five past nine so we were in there for like two hours and 15 to 20 minutes right, oh my god it was, ridiculous. Like it was busy to be fair you know like we, we it was busy it was dead when we went in but it got busier when we were there and there was one barman and two waitresses and a maitre d woman and that was it not enough staff on no. and they had the audacity to put a service charge on the bill oh no i hate that but nick <laughs> to pay it because it's not their fault you know the, the the young teenage waitresses it wasn't their fault to be fair and they were lovely um to be fair kept apologizing for the wait and stuff but it was just ridiculous um and it's really putting me off going out for food um, and we were, wanted to try new places that we normally wouldn't go. And there's fucking good reason why I normally don't go to these places. And no wonder we need to put 50% off on these restaurants because no one goes otherwise. Um, so yeah, reagent. And that is everything with me. Um, so I put a question box out and people have wrote in. Uh, the first one is being sick. I just want to breathe freely through my nose again. Yeah, that is a common thing. And lots of people, <laughs> friends are all, are all fucking sick as well. Saz is ill, Ellie's ill, Tiernan's ill, I'm ill. Mm. Who else is there? Someone else is ill. Carla's ill. I mean, half of us are sick. Um, if there's anyone else, <laughs> um, I apologize, believe me, yeah, but half of us are sick. Um... Next one, storms, sick of the weather warnings, yes. Next one, having the flu, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, January still not over, it's my birthday month and even I am over it. Um, uh, next one, needy colleagues. Yeah. Uh, next one, cats shitting in your flower beds. <laughs> that was very specific. I don't know. Uh, next one is overly nosy checkout workers. Oh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, sometimes they're like overly friendly, maybe. Um, the next one is storms keeping me keeps waking me up. And when will they ever fucking end? Very true. Um, next one is constant negative news. Actually terrified for what the future holds. Yeah, so yeah, if you're somewhat, that's probably fair. If you're somewhat <laughs> anxious, like don't watch the news because like you just will think also um next one when you hold a door for someone and they don't say thank you yeah i agree yeah i'd fucking ram the door in their face <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the next one is how quickly the kitchen becomes dirty after cleaning it oh yes i can agree with that one and the last one is everyone being sick stay the fuck away from me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, there's just like such a thing for these <laughs> Yes, because everyone fucking has it at the same time. We're all fed up with the storms. We're all fed up with being sick. Pardon me. And I apologize if you're going to hear me cough throughout this podcast. I am not editing that. It's going to be too much. Be glad I even recorded an episode for everybody. <laughs> right. Um, we'll be back with our next. Oh, my mouth's not fucking working. This is another annoyance. We'll be back. After um, this jingle. Uh, so this week we always do, um, well this week we always do a weekly topic, that doesn't make sense. And um, as always we do a weekly topic. And this week because we're all fucking tired and ill, we just want to do something fun, lighthearted. And we're going to have a little debate on what is better, crisps or chocolate. Um, so who wants to start? What do you prefer? 
etc. Um, well, crisps are the best, so taste good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was quick. <laughs> they're just not. They just get stuck in your teeth, and they're they're dry and they're noisy. Just chocolate's so much better. No, but I want a good crunch. I want something savory. Like chocolate can just be very sweet. You know, like see if I'm hungover, or uh, like a big share bag of crisps is just heaven. Whereas I wouldn't go for chocolate; mm. it'd be too sickly. I would go for a nice bag of crisps instead, like a packet of uh, occasions. You know the uh, Mediterranean four cheese. I do really like occasions to refer. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, like just stuff and scoffing down a bag of that. Mm. I still do overall. I just think chocolate's so much better. But like the last time we were talking about this, I came up with a theory that it's the people who prefer crisps are the ones who don't keep chocolate in the fridge. Because if you're not keeping chocolate in the fridge, you're doing it wrong. It's just not as good. Uh, no, no, but so I lived in a house where chocolate was kept in the fridge and I stole the fur crisps. Uh, must be wrong, man. Stole the fur crisps. Because if you ever tried to eat a Snickers out of the fridge, it'll break your yes, taste. Yes, that's great. It'll fucking break your taste, Tiernan. Uh, yeah. uh, I used to try and melt it a bit before I could eat it. <laughs> and, um, but even like, you know, like a nice bag of potato. It's just uh, so nice, and it can be versatile. You can put it, like, on the side of a sandwich, or it can be the sandwich. <laughs> but it just gets stuck in your teeth. It gets everywhere. It gets crumbs everywhere. It's just oh, not. It gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah, like, I just always just find that it's always just, like, bits left over. I'm just not liking it. Like, but, I, can, uh, I can understand what you mean with that. But, I mean, if you're thinking about the overall experience, like, with the, the smell and the taste, yeah. the texture... Crisps are just tidy. Crisps may stick in your teeth, but chocolate stains your teeth. I'm not worried about that. It's just... Well, I don't mean stain your teeth. (laughs) It's like you could be eating it and then walk around and look like brown teeth. Just for like a few minutes until you drink it. You know what I mean? Um, I am pro-crisp. An anti-chocolate. <laughs> You're not I mean, anti-chocolate. I'm not anti-chocolate. Like, I prefer crisps. I could have chocolate, but it's very <laughs> rare for me to have a craving for, oh, what's, I'd love a bar of chocolate. For me, it's always, oh, I'd love a bag of crisps. Like, you know, a little treat after dinner, some crisps. Or, like, when you're hungover, crisps, or you're tired, crisps. Like, chocolate, for me, is very much something I would have with a cup of tea. You see, like, there's certain crisps I do quite like, but I wouldn't like them more than I like chocolate. Like, things like Pringles and stuff already, but most other crisps, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't touch, like, Walker or Tio, really, right now. Yeah. I like the but, corn-based ones, I think, most of the time. Especially than the actual potato ones. Oh, so, like, would you eat bacon fries? Yeah, something like that I quite like, but I wouldn't just eat, like, Tio, smoky bacon or something. Mm. The only kind of chocolate I like... Well, actually, well, actually, no. I just thought of another one. My favorite <laughs> chocolate is Galaxy. I love Galaxy Caramel. Uh, favorite, favorite, favorite. But uh, it's very expensive chocolate, but it is a late chocolate. It's Lindt. Lindt is oh, very good. Oh, yes. That is so, like, so nice. That's lovely chocolate, but it's very fattening. Or like, uh, um, you know, Magic Stars. Oh, ooh, yeah. Magic Stars are great. Like, they're 100%. so, so good. Honestly, she, she and really should have been on this podcast because we were talking about this last night and he was like naming like loads of different chocolate bars and then loads of different crisps and then we actually went on to fizzy drinks as well so there could be a niche for which is the best fizzy drink oh yeah a future episode um but yes so say like the likes of uh lindor like beautiful chocolate or um fancy chocolate yeah fancy chocolate or prefer roche oh stunner Mm-hmm. So good. Like, I absolutely love Fair Roche. I do love uh, what's the white one's called? Raphael, is it? I also really like. Oh, Raphael's very good, actually, yeah. What were you going to say, Jeremy? I said, like, I really like Toblerones, and I don't know why they either. I think they're an underrated chocolate. Sorry, I was just going to say, we really. Like... <laughs> There's a delay. There's a delay. <laughs> <laughs> go on ahead okay so what we maybe should have done at the start of this episode was to like uh 
preface it by saying that this was actually a conversation a month. <laughs> for this conversation started between me and Tiernan discussing which was better, chocolate or crisps. I said crisps, uh-huh. Tiernan said chocolate. We decided to open it out to the wider group. And uh-huh. from that, crisps was the champion. So we thought, Surprisingly. Why, we thought, why not bring it to the pod? So Kevin, I think you did do a a thing did you like on instagram for people to choose which would be better i i should have done a poll actually on on um thinking back to it but oh, i put it a poll like, yeah i put a question box for actually because i wanted to know like people's opinions on it and stuff i should have done a poll but i never realized oh okay, um, shit this was the whole point of this episode so we had like the winner which is better <laughs> i know but you can add it up yourself because i wanted to brand yeah. and things and suggestions but chris but like before we get to that i just want to say some did- did you did you count it off? But we can do I can do a tally as long as we go. So I just want to say, fuck me. Um, apologies for the corporate. Um, I just want to say some crisps that I think that are elite and could sway a chocolate lover. Um, so anything prong cocktail, oh. especially prong cocktail. <laughs> Pringles. Oh my god. I wouldn't want to be using that mic after him anyway. Shut up. <laughs> um, spirals are elite crisp. Yes. Spirals are very good. Mm-hmm. Very Bakers, um, rollers, big See, these are all corn-based ones. These aren't potato-based. That's what I'm with you oh, in this right. one. The corn-based ones are a lot better, um, I think. Big fives, bacon fries, occasions, Pringles in general, knickknacks. Love knickknacks. Oh my god, I actually mentioned knickknacks last night and Shane couldn't remember what they were. And I just like, oh. what do I go to hangover? Here, yeah, like, what, nice. what's the orange ones? The purple was rubbin salt. Uh, spicy. I bet yeah, it was like, oh. I like, is there not like a name? It's not just spicy. Yeah. Is it not just hot and spicy or something? Hot and, hot and spicy. spicy. That's it. Hot and spicy. Oh, they were and so good. A thing that will win Chris over for me constantly is you can dip them in hummus. Uh, no. Can't do that with a chocolate bar. Well, you could, but, just... well, you could, but you wouldn't. <laughs> like, you didn't mention Doritos. I'm not a massive, massive fan of Doritos. Like, I'd eat them, but, like, they're not my go-to crisp. See, I like that. Are they not, like, more corn-based, though? Or am I making Yeah, up? I'd say they would be, yeah. Yeah, because they're more like a... What do they call it? Um, so I put out a question box, and some people wrote in. Pardon me. And uh, the first one is, um, both. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You really should have said in your thing you have to pick one. You can't say both. I know, I know. Um, but they said I love sweet and savory, crisps, sweets, and chocolate are the reason I'll never be skinny. <laughs> I feel that girl. <laughs> uh, the next one is both because I'm a fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the same here. See, we need a definitive answer. That's the problem. I can't have you on the ball. I've got a definitive one. The next one is chocolate because it's better to have than crisps after a meal yep. when you're craving something sweet and light. It isn't stodgy like crisps. It doesn't make me feel bloated either. Crisps are only good to have at lunch or parties and social gatherings. The dips. Also, chocolate contains milk, so you're getting your calcium intake on top. <laughs> That's a good point. See, I don't know. Like, I would find chocolate heavy. No, just I a wee bit of dairy milk after a meal. Like, I don't know, chocolate's heavy, to be honest. Like, but if you're eating, like, the corn... Like, meals, if you're out for dinner, after for dessert... Yeah. Like, but if you're out for dinner, are you going to, like, go for dessert of crisps or a chocolate brownie? But they don't offer you crisps. See, I would choose. Uh-huh. Uh, the next person is crisps. The next one is chocolate. Chocolate. Crisps. Crisps. Chocolate. What are we on? It's very even, actually. That's three of each. It just seemed like. Uh, the next one is both, um, but I prefer crisps. Um, next one is has to be chocolate for me. Uh, next one is adore crisps. Uh, this person just says it depends on their mood. <laughs> uh, next person is crisps. Um, next one is chocolate. The next person says, that's quite a long one. 
I'm actually am I repeating something? See, they haven't said what brand. Ah, uh, because I think that does play a big role in it. Like uh, crisps, crisps, chocolate, and enough and crisps, and that's it. So and that's pretty even, maybe, maybe crisps more than that. I don't really know. Well, guys, if you take into consideration the kind from the group <laughs> discussion, crisps is definitely one. And even most people I was asking, like in general, were always like so many people were going crisps. I was shocked. Like I generally uh, thought chocolate would hands down win, like without question. Maybe if you asked children like crisps for chocolate, maybe more of them would go for chocolate. Mm, maybe. Well, I found a survey in the UK um that was conducted by U.gov on behalf of the World Cancer Research Fund. Um, and it was discovered that chocolate is named the UK's favourite junk food with crisps in second place. Mm. Ah, see, I'm going to take that as factory. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they say that chocolate is a firm favourite for women, while for men, chocolate and crisps tie for first place. Oh. Well, I see, that's funny because, like, I chose crisps. Even chose crisps. I think Sarah chose crisps. Like, that's three women out of our group that. Maybe these are just manly women. Maybe that's it. That's what it is. So then I googled some um <laughs> what are the favourite crisps of the UK and Ireland and, and chocolate as well. So the first um one is bacon fries. Yeah, of course. Uh skips. Uh, yep, I see that. Hilla hips. Uh, I could take or leave Hula Hoops to Honky Dories. I've never been a massive fan of them. I really thought Pringles would have been like in the so top. So did I. I was like, Pringles would be like number one. Um, This is a, an Irish one, a Banshee Bones. Oh, yeah, they're good. They kind of like space traders. Yeah. Uh, McCoy's. Uh, Tato in general. Um... Chipsticks. I love a chipstick. Um, and let me see some other. How about I ever say discos? I think discos are really good. Oh, I like a disco. Yeah, I haven't had those in years, to be fair. Um, and then when I go, so those are Irish ones I read, right? These are British ones now. So the the most, well, this is so fucking British, though, this answer. Um, the most popular crisp in Britain is Walker's cheese and onion. I knew it was going to be that. That is the most bland crisp. Well, like I'm not a big fan like, of No wonder no one like And like it really annoys me, you know, when you're in an airport and, and you're like, 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 always walkers. That's the crisp. Do you want to know yeah. what the top four crisps in Britain are? I won't read them all out, but this just says everything you need to know: Walker's cheese and onion, Walker's salt and vinegar, Pringles original, Aren't Walker's you? ready salt. What's wrong with these people? Why are they so bland? To be honest, I do like the original Pringles, but I wouldn't say they're like my top four crisps. Come on! I'm like it's like that old saying about like the British Empire conquered the world for spices. It doesn't like spice. (laughs) The nicer crisps are the end of the list. So Watsits came in at number twenty, and Knickknacks was number nineteen. Oh, like Knickknacks are too good. It's just ridiculous. And then just a quick look at chocolate. So the top chocolate bar in the UK is Dairy Milk. Fair. Followed by Galaxy, Frere Rocher, Kit Kat, Maltesers. I mean, yeah, Snickers. we're all competitors. Bounty, Whisper, Kinder Bueno. And number 10 is Toblerone. There we go. I just, when I think of Toblerone now, like I think of you throwing that out in the group ch- chat here and then we're like, who the hell ever like just rolls <laughs> and off and buys Toblerone? I've never heard of anyone ever craving a must go to the shop and get a Toblerone. I would buy the wee mini ones, like not the big massive ones, but sometimes I would like pound and buy like, the four pack of the mini ones. I would do that. You Pretty must cool. cream your knickers every time you go into an airport shop. <laughs> I do. That's why I love airports. Just I love airports. I'm just Toblerone everywhere, duty free. So in in my head, the responses that we got, I think crisps won it. I think there were more responses for crisps, but apparently the rest of the UK is in uh, in alignment with Tiernan about taco being their favourite snack. I think that clearly shows that everyone else is a heathen and you are all wrong. 
<laughs> well, yeah. we'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to know how many people were surveyed. <laughs> <laughs> it was just oh. me making these websites myself just to win. I'm just saying you're doing a bit of coding for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, that's that topic done. Fun little light topic. Flipping hell. I do apologize for the coffin over this episode. Hopefully it doesn't put you off. Uh, we'll be back with our last section. Um, we were just discussing there. Um, why is coffin worth at night? Not even lying down. I'm coughing now sitting up. And I was sitting up during the day and coughing wasn't as bad. It just doesn't make any sense. Maybe they're running around the first day. Well, it's not, because I clean this room a lot. But whatever. Um, okay, so we always finish. And let's carpet it. Maybe that's what it is, actually, because downstairs is wooden floor. Um, okay, so every week we finish the podcast with some advice. Um, so the first question is, um, you're asking about chocolate versus crisps. What about sweets? Um, they are elite over the other two, in my opinion. What would be some of your favourite sweets? Oh, um, I like clove rocks. I like oh. uh, the blue bonbon sweets. Mm. Um, Skittles. Love that. Uh, peanut M and M's. I was going to say the M and M's count, or are they chocolate? Yeah, I don't <sighs> sweets. We'll say sweets. But I mean, if you were going off chocolate for lunch, you couldn't eat them because there's chocolate in them. But uh, okay, yeah. I mean, we'll say they're sweet. So, oh, and uh, Haribo uh, tank bath. Haribo, oh, Haribo in general. Um, I like round tree randoms. Yes, actually, I never even thought of that. Brandy balls. Mm. Um, would you classify this as chocolate or sweet, Rebels? I'm never going to say no, you're one. I was gonna put a lot of chocolate though. But I suppose that's like saying our magic stars, chocolate or sweets, because I love them in with chocolate. I so would mm. I. But mm. they are just pure chocolate, are they not like Yeah, they are. Alright, no, so maybe they're chocolate then So I would mm. put them in my like chocolate as well. Um I'm not a big fan of sweets like either. Like I neither am I. I put the ones that are named, like I I couldn't really think of it. I, I, again, when I go into a shop, it's kind of like this is the pecking order. Crisps, chocolate, sweets would be last. If I was craving like a snack. I see, yeah, I would be like chocolate, crisps, sweets. Sweets wouldn't be, I'd never go for sweets. Yeah, sweets would be my and number I three. Die. Yeah, it would be crisps, chocolate, um, sweet. So apologies to the person writing in. So, but like. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> I wish they had to give us some examples of which ones they really liked. I know. But I suppose there's like so much room. Well, you can always fire a DM though. Mm. Um, okay, the last question is, I, I'm not happy with something my friend has said to me, okay. but they are extremely confrontational and I cannot be asked with the reaction and the aggro that comes with it. Any advice on how to follow this up? Mm. Mm. I'm going to just go all out here and say that <laughs> um, you need to be honest because my experience with people is you fester on it, it will come out at a time that is not the best and it will make the situation 10 times worse. So you need to just be open and honest and learn learn to be honest with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, people hate confrontations so usually People don't wouldn't really go for it. But I, I will also say, like, you said your friend is extremely confrontational. But um, you, they might not always be like that. Like, I'm just assuming, like, you, you can't paint someone with that brush all the time. Like, are they just honest and you're saying they're confrontational or are they just quick to anger constantly? That's so funny, I guess Kevin just feels really attacked right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is, but no, it's about you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. No, but see, I'm wondering, like, you know, has this person mentioned a few things, like, to their friend in the past, and they've always kicked off? 
Because if that's the case, well, then they're not a very good friend. Either they're not going to listen yeah. to your age, you know, if they just immediately kick off. Like, you know, if they don't yeah. just listen and just have a discussion. And if, like Kevin says, if they're just quick to anger, then I'm uh-huh. like, do you really need that in your life? Like, if you're constantly thinking in your head, oh, my God, I can't tell my friend that they've annoyed me because they're going to blow their rocket. You know, like, that's, that's not a way to love either. Uh, so what's not? Yeah, I know. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, though. And I, from again, I'm speaking from a personal, personal circumstances. Are you playing the victim constantly and they're the villain constantly? Do you know what I mean? Like, are you just always assuming they're going to react that way? And that's your excuse of not bringing it up? Because I've been in situations where people won't bring stuff up to me because they're scared of how I'm going to react. But then I find that, like, annoying because I'm, I don't always react like that. But because I am honest and I give, I'm loud and I give you my honest feedback and opinion, I'm tarred with the brush that I'm constantly a villain for speaking my mind. Do you know? What I was going to say is, is the anger justified? Yeah, exactly. Like, like that's a more eloquent way of what I actually am trying to say. It's like, is the anger justified on their part? Well, I really feel like I, I would say, in this person's opinion, it's not. Otherwise, they're not going to ever run in to say. Yeah, I feel like that's what they're suggesting um, is that the anger isn't right, justified. Yeah. But all right, like I would assume in this person's opinion, the anger isn't justified, and any time they mention something, they're kicking off. Well, I will tell you, to be fair, the, the opening question was, I'm not happy with something my friend has said to me. Mm. But then in my head, if like if you're not happy with what they said, you need to set boundaries for yourself and yeah. be like, I don't appreciate the way you spoke to me um, because your friend's not a mind reader. I think it's one of those things as well. You know, if somebody says something to you, you know, at, at the time and then like say in part ways or whatever and then you didn't really have time to process it and then you get home uh-huh. and you think about it and then the more you, the longer you leave it the more you're thinking oh i've left it too long it's gonna be too awkward to bring this yeah, back yeah. into the conversation again you know like i can see that side as well because then you have it up in your head and you might have anxiety especially if you're concerned about how they're going to react but i think you just have to uh-huh. decide whether this is a I suppose a big enough deal breaker sort of that you're like you know if you're really annoyed at what they've said surely you can't continue on with your friendship if you don't speak to them about it oh yeah I was just about to say that like you cannot continue a friendship and let this fester like either you need to continue the friendship and speak up about it or you need to end the friendship and then keep it to yourself yeah, and like how bad could how bad? Like, how bad could it be? Like, if this is your friend, like, you're supposed uh-huh. to like this person and go on with them. Like, how bad could it be? Yeah. And sometimes like people, you know, and like Kevin says, people aren't mind readers. So maybe they haven't realized what they've said has offended you. And if you yeah. speak to them about it, they could potentially just say, look, I didn't realize that offended you. I won't say that again. Or, you know, uh-huh. whatever. You could just be bubbled up in your head and be some past reactions, like Kevin has said, you know, maybe because people had kicked off previously. If uh-huh. they have been justified, it doesn't mean that they will do it every single time. But I suppose it's easy for us to say that when we haven't seen it firsthand. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I agree. It's you can't, but it's easier said than done, though, because you can't, you can't tar someone with the brush all the time. Like, do you know what I mean? Of course you can. Just, yeah. people do. We tar everyone with the same brush. No, like, no, that's irritating because, like, I can speak from personal experience from myself, where it's like because I am. Or back in the day, I was a party animal and like loved drinking. If I say I don't want to drink now, people call me boring. Or it's like simple stuff where it's like, oh, if I don't kick off or I don't have an opinion on it, it's like, what's wrong with Kevin? Like, so I can understand it from the point of, view, point of view that way. It's like you get penalized and vilified for being one way, and then you don't react the way people think you're going to react, and you get penalized and vilified for it that way. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I would need more information. Like, what did the person say? And I suppose, well, even if you told us that, we wouldn't really even know. Because it's a very yeah. personal personal thing, isn't it, relationship? So, but the overall consensus, I think, if you want to continue your friendship, as we've all said, you need to be open and honest and speak to them about it. Because otherwise it will fester and it will come out on a time and it will just explode and not be healthy for the relationship. It's very true. True. Very true. Um, okay. 
Um, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, have you got anything to add to anything? Any new? I forgot to ask you. Have you heard any news that you want to discuss? No. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing has to be proud of already, I guess. Oh, uh, right. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, please like, share, review the podcast, give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. etc. I'd like to thank Sinead and Tina for joining me on this lovely Thursday evening. Um, I apologize for all the coughing noises, but you're just going to have to deal with it until we all get better. <laughs> Um, take a look, that's all joke responsibly, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.